are fish. Life seeded from another planet. Is Santa real? Are vaccines making our children? Whoa! What? That's for a different podcast. That's for your own. It's the truth, isn't it? It's for your own political. That's right. This is the paranormal one. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of This Paranormal Life. I am your host, Kit Greer, joined by my co host today, Mr. Rory Powers. Boo! Said the ghost (laughs) that we study. No, said the ghost. (laughs) Bad. How are you doing, Mr. Roy Pars? I'm good. I'm excited for another episode of the show where we take a paranormal case, a paranormal situation, a paranormal story, and as professional paranormal investigators, investigate it and come to a conclusion as to whether or not it is the truth. That's right. I mean, you, you, you grew up learning from books. You grew up learning from Wikipedia. And where'd that get you, nerd? Exactly. Where'd that get you, Look you at little you. speck of dirt? <laughs> huh? Huh? You piece of dust. You. How much do you bench? I'm listen. I'm listening to me now. You, I'm in your earphones. How much do you bench? Be honest with yourself. Says the Be guy honest. who literally bruised a rib at the gym the other day because I tried to bench more than I could, and it like cra- honestly, really, yeah, it hurts to laugh. Wow, how but much, I mean, it how, it, it how hurt much, to laugh before the incident. Um, for emotional reasons, though. and to cry, and um, and to live a little, and bit. just to see uh, <laughs> my ex again. I'm sorry, is this a ghost? What are, are you we okay, about? bro? <clears throat> you're all right. Back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> just if, if some... you're sure, if you need a glass of water, no, are you okay? It's, it's cool. Just... I think my parents are getting divorced. So, so on this episode... Uh... It's, yeah. No, let's, yeah, let's do the ghost thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> on this episode, we're going to tackle... I just don't know when I, uh-huh. I get to see them a lot. Together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, do you want to do the episode or should we stop... What, no, it's, I mean, it's okay. Okay, yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, that's let's fine. So on this episode... I mean, who will have the cat, though? Because he'll have to go to yeah, one of their houses. Yeah, I mean, not really paranormal. <laughs> I would I would say. Not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what do we What do we got lined up for today's episode? Well, <clears throat> let, me, let me just uh, jump right into it, Rory, because I feel like we're faffing about... Let me pose a question. Tell me, yes. how much do you know about Otzi the Iceman? Um... As of right now, nothing. Okay, good. I hope you can change that. Yeah. Well, we're about to blow your little brain mind wide open. <laughs> and we're going to do that by taking a trip back in time, as always, uh, until we start covering future paranormal events. <laughs> future ghosts! <laughs> oh my God. That's going to be a great episode. Oh, it's amazing. Let's take a trip back in time. Mm-hmm. If you can, imagine, to September of 1991. The month I was born. Hey, I was born in July of that. So I'm like four years deep. Are you Otzi? Uh, no, I'm not. (laughs) So, September 1991, two German hikers by the names of Elmut and Erika Simon are climbing the snowy caps of Italy's Otsal Alps. Okay. They're climbing through the wilderness of the mountain at an altitude of 10,500 feet. That's pretty high. That is high. That's over 3,000 meters. When they stumble across something alarming and extremely gross, there, buried in ice up to its waist, was a human body. Oh. Someone froze to death up there while climbing. Oh, no. The couple, very responsible, 
immediately contact emergency services. So they get down off the mountain, they alert the authorities, someone is up there, we need to recover a body because for all they know, there's a family out there, you know, there's a missing persons report and someone, Absolutely. you know. That's the problem with frozen bodies. You don't know how long they've been up there. That's it. They are preserved like uh-huh. a delicious chicken breast. It's like, do you ever, I mean, you know Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. Of course. Well, do you ever hear of the real Rainbow Road, which is way darker? <laughs> In hell, the fifth layer of Da Vinci's machine. <laughs> Such a loose understanding of kind of <laughs> classics art. Doing uh, cheese machine. You have no clue what I'm talking about. Clearly. The helicopter. <laughs> um, no, what is what what? That's a real thing. It's uh, uh Mario a, Kart is certain, real. It's it's Yoshi is there. Toad, real. You best believe he's real. <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> That son of a bitch is throwing turtles like they're going out of Toad style. The, oh my god, he's the worst. Anyway, Rainbow Rainbow Road, the real one, is is a path uh, past the death zone of Mount Everest, and it's called Rainbow Road because uh, of all the rainbow, like all the multicolored jackets of all the dead bodies that line this this road. Good they, god, are you serious? I'm serious, and they never rot because it's so cold. They just these bodies are perfectly preserved, and it's so high up that no one will ever recover those bodies. So there's this one path as you're going to the summit of Mount Everest that is just littered with dead bodies. That's very misleading because what if someone's on the map? to the top of Everest. <laughs> and they're like, oh, should we take um, Death, Death Valley? <laughs> uh, the ins- it says it's safer, but I don't know. Death Valley seems a bit risky. Oh, here's Rainbow Road. Yeah. That seems pretty cheery. It's definitely... Wahoo, let's-a go. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can't it's wreck. It's an Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a couple of really? plumbers up on Everest. Yeah. Yeah. So, back to the story. So, authorities hear about this and they scramble to recover the body. But weather turns bad. Blizzard breaks out, and it makes it too treacherous to ascend the mountain. So after several failed attempts to try and get up there, the team finally do succeed. They get up the mountain, and they bundle this body into a body bag and get it down the mountain. So they they take it to the lab, and... The lab, obviously. (laughs) Just go down to the lab, no big deal. No, like... (laughs) We should get this to the lab. Yeah, yeah, good thinking. Where's this coming from? Who's got the bo- who's brought the body down? Well, you know, when there's a body in mysterious circumstance, you got to do the autopsy. You got to do the science. You got to work out what happened. Yeah, that's the lab. He's been the ice version of mummified. Yeah, so I, he's fresh for the picking. Well, it's AKA funny. take his wedding ring. <laughs> take it, the lab is just my garage. <laughs> I the lab the is my pawn shop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and a vest. That's my lab gear. <laughs> Scalpel. You're just taking all this stuff, putting it in a in a bucket. Gosh. It's like a it's like a uh, reality TV show, like American Pickers. Yeah. My name's Chuck. Welcome to the lab. Now, <laughs> now, country music comes in. Yeah, I feel like reality TV has really cheapened the word lab. Mm. Yeah. So it's interesting you should say, because they get this body, and it's wearing several layers of clothing, obviously, but the thing is, it wasn't wearing Gore-Tex and waterproofs and all sorts of high-tech climbing gear for being up at 10,000 feet. It was wearing a sort of variety of materials, so, you know, a layer of animal skin, woven grass, leather, 
Deer hide shoes. What? Not exactly modern stuff. And as they remove layer after layer, they finally reveal not just a body or a skeleton, but a mummy. Oh my a god! Goddamn mummified mummy. <gasps> How much should I call that? You Look, called it. That is why we study these things. That's why. That's why you went to Paranormal State University. Yeah, why I dropped out of my actual college. <laughs> you were fired on day one. Dropped on <laughs> day one. <laughs> for knowing too much yeah brain too big the professors got scared <laughs> so you're a paranormal beast of some <laughs> hit you with a broom they tried to hunt me threw your tuition money back at you i told him you can't hunt the hunter motherfucker <laughs> i'm going to paranormal school me and xavier rode off into the sunset on his chair <laughs> on a wheelchair <laughs> you dragging behind him indiana jones style behind the car ow ah, god <laughs> This mummy was perfectly preserved. So preserved, it still had food in its stomach from its last meal oh two gosh. hours before it died. So the mummy was carrying, along with his clothes, a flint knife, a perfectly crafted copper axe, an unfinished longbow with 14 half-finished flint-tipped lazy. arrows. Lazy. He was lazy. <laughs> I know. Where was he going with, like, yeah, half a longbow? Prep for your journey. No wonder he died. Yeah. Oh my God. This yeah. this guy. This guy was a loser. Oh, should I bring my my standards. big coat? No, just take the half finished <laughs> arrows instead. That'll do I'll it. Take, should I take my like waterproof boots or my deer hide <laughs> slip ons up this mountain? <laughs> you knew that he thought he could just like Luke Skywalker himself into the belly of an animal up there. Like that's why he's like, I'll just bring the daggers and the arrows and shit. I can just climb into like a little belly. They open they open up his stomach. It's like there's actually preserved food in here. He was eating candy corn up for two hours before he died. It was really unhealthy. His diet was really poor. It's it mostly crunchy Cheetos. <laughs> there's you still see the orange dust. dust on his fingertips. I mean cigarettes weren't even invented and he was smoking sixty a day. Just smoking Literal weeds. Frozen with a vape in his hand. (laughs) God. Lazy. Unprepared. Totally unprepared. But the key here being, right off the bat, this is no climber. Just how old is this goddamn mummy? When they took this Iceman to the lab for dating, they found out he was at least 5,000 years old. That makes him the oldest... <laughs> I him in before he was frozen. <laughs> I was like, what? That makes okay, him the... frozen for 5,000. Frozen for 5,000 years. That makes him the oldest mummy ever recovered in Europe. Because, you know, everyone knows there's mummies in ancient Egypt and all that, but like, yeah. you don't really think about it outside of that because... No, not at all. Because uh, in ancient Egypt, they were doing it deliberately, but outside of ancient Egypt, it was just like an accidental thing. If you fell in a bog, you got preserved. If you, if oh, you so the term ice. so the term mummification isn't specifically linked to the process that the Egyptians used? I don't believe so, no. That's actually the, the preservation yeah, of a the body is more of, mummification. Of body. I did exactly. not know that. See, that's what I would have learned if I stayed in regular school. <laughs> that and um, freaking age math. five. <laughs> Let's go to paranormal high. <laughs> yes, I learned about Bigfoot. Yes, I learned about demons. No, I don't know Pythagoras' theorem. No, I don't know I don't the know human anatomy. Adding. No, I don't no, know. I don't words. know how to have sex, technically. I barely know how to walk. I kind of just skip. <laughs> I learned how to skip. No one taught me to breathe. I learned by myself. What's that noise? <laughs> Just a man breathing. <laughs> Just normal breathing. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think I'm having a baby. He really did not go to, go to sleep. 
they worked out that when this guy died, he was 45. Not 5,000, he was 45. 45. That's still pretty uh, old, right? Yeah, for, it is. For, especially for 5,000 years ago. Yeah. That's their 90. This is actually an interesting point because it's true that life expectancies have been going up a lot over the last 100 years. Yeah. It's gone from like 50 to like, yeah, like 75 or whatever it is globally now. But it's a misconception that people only lived to like 35 or whatever back then. The reality was that so many babies died right after birth that it brought down the average oh okay it's so people did regularly live to kind of 50 60 70s but it was more that it's more that today you're much more likely to make it to old age right not die as a little baby exactly gotcha he was five foot five inches tall and had wait for it 61 tattoos what where would you even put that many oh my gosh like I don't think I've ever even seen that many. No, wait, so like head to toe tattoos? I mean, I guess. I flip flopped. He sounds cool now. He sounds like a baller. Yeah, this is like a I think his laziness is like a cool thing. (laughs) It's like, Richard, do you want to finish the arrows? Nah, babe. I'll be fine. Nah, babe. (laughs) He's got like a skull and crossbones, (laughs) one arm, got mom, a heart with a, a, a. half finished he doesn't care he doesn't give a crap yeah he doesn't care this guy is like a cool neolithic guy you know that's all that's awesome you know it's like they didn't have cars back then but he would have driven a cool car like a fred flintstone-esque yeah push bike like a convertible (laughs) push bike yeah saying push bike on the end of these things makes them very much less Less cool cool. yeah is there anything you could own in prehistoric times that would make you cool what would be the coolest thing just like the biggest club of of everyone i guess that's like having a big dick i mean you can (laughs) there in their society i mean there are clothing things you know you could like everyone else is wearing like a loincloth you could have like like loincloth that like sags you've got like a baggy loincloth that could be like a cool or like you could have a little prehistoric snapback oh. or a, a really tight loincloth because you've like a massive dick <laughs> you know something like that right well it's funny you say that because <laughs> most bizarrely of all Rory his uh his penis and testicles were cut off he didn't have any what yeah I thought you were gonna say he had like a 12 inch frozen hog <laughs> <laughs> actually grew over the last 5,000 years yeah he didn't have a penis or balls or none of that whole region it was all cut off so why was he at this altitude on his own was he running away from someone or something was he sacrificed in a ritual why was his junk missing <laughs> all pertinent questions the fact that he I mentioned earlier he had a copper axe a finely crafted copper axe right. and kind of like we were just saying this is an interesting point. The fact that he had a copper axe 5,000 years ago means that he was a goddamn Bronze Age VIP because metal weapons had like just been invented. Like no one had them. It was a really rare and prestigious item. It would kind of be like if you died today and you were found in a, a long time from now and you were buried in a freaking Lamborghini. Right. That Whoa. was like the status item. It was okay, like so he's, he's high up on the food chain. Yeah, big time. But as scientists continued to investigate his body, things took a dark turn. His head had been smashed in. I mean, we knew his junk was gone, but his head was smashed in too. He had cuts all over his hand and body. And there were arrow puncture wounds from where he pulled out arrows before he died, Boromir style in Lord of the Rings. Right. What did he do to deserve this death? And who killed him? It was like he died in some sort of crazy last stand. Yeah, absolutely. Defending a couple of hobbits. So the team named him Otzi, after the mountains where he was found. 
and the scientific community rallied to uncover the mysteries of his past. But Otzi the Iceman had other plans. He rose from the table with a oh! roar. <gasps> Where's my dick? <laughs> <laughs> that would be your one question. That would be your first question. Yeah, 5,000 years have passed. I mean, you wake up, everyone's wearing, like, not deer skin, and everyone's got iPhones, but you also are missing your dick. So, where kind is it? Kind of a big deal. Where is it? I need another tattoo. <laughs> Where my dick was to cover up the missing dick. Can you ink outwards in a dick form? <laughs> you do Does that technology exist? <laughs> 3D tattoos. To be fair, you know, people talk about getting cryogenically frozen into the future for when they've like solved diseases. Yes. This is a pretty good call. It's like this guy got his dick chopped off and froze himself in the future <laughs> until they could give replacement Robot dicks. dicks, yeah. It's that whole thing where he like wakes up and it's like, are the robot dicks yet? It's like, no, put me back under. <laughs> let's fast forward one year has passed since the day the Iceman was discovered a Mr. Rainer Hen a forensic pathologist and the first man to actually touch Otzi with his bare hands on the fateful mountain is driving to Innsbruck University to deliver a lecture on his findings about the Iceman when out of nowhere he's killed in a car crash when experts come to investigate the crash they say it looks like he intentionally drove right into the oncoming vehicle. Whoa. I don't know how you, like, tell that, but that's that's apparently what happened. It was like there was no sign of, like, yeah. I guess you check the marks on the road and, like, they could tell, you know, because they could tell if you hit the brakes hard and, like, Right, 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 instead of just, like, steering but gently off. But it just seemed to just the... kind of, like, drift into traffic. Are you sure the roads weren't a little bit icy? Oh! Dun, dun. Hard cut to the Iceman driving the oncoming lorry. <laughs> it was me! Otzi, you've unfrozen a curse! <laughs> the timing of this event was definitely weird. But accidents happen, right? How about wrong? Shortly after, Mr. Han's mountain guide, Kurt Fritz, who also uncovered the Iceman, is hiking in the Alps with a group. <gasps> It's a beautiful day. No, Fritz, no. Not Fritz. Not unlike... <laughs> Don't take Fritz. Anyone Such but Fritz. a good guy. <laughs> Not unlike the day Otzi was discovered, actually, when suddenly they hear rumbling in the distance. Then under their feet. Then they look around and see a freak avalanche cascading down the mountain right on top of them. No! Everyone scrambles to safety as fast as they can, and as the snow clears, they look around. They do a quick head count and see that everyone's made it. Except... Kurt Fritz, no! who's killed instantly in the icy blast. So accidents happen, right? But the two men to first uncover the Iceman both die in freak accidents. Now people are talking. The Iceman himself met with a terrible fate on the mountain. So are those who find him also meeting the same fate? Curses. We're dealing Is with curses. Is there an ice curse? That's what I'm this. saying. I know this. In removing this was first semester curses, we did this. <laughs> we did this one. I failed. <laughs> I did fail colors. that one. Yes, I did fail that one. <laughs> I failed in spectacular fashion. They said I was cursed. Actually, <laughs> ironically, it didn't improve my grade. I was hexed. The professor took me aside and said, "Were you cursed before coming here?" It was actually the opposite of like Harry Potter getting the letter in the post, like you're coming to Hogwarts. It was like, you're cursed. You have to leave. You have to go. You're yeah. expelled from this university. You're bringing down everyone around you. In removing the Iceman from the mountain, did they unleash a mysterious and evil force? 
But before anyone has time to speculate, the filmmaker, Mr. Rainer Halls, who documented removing the Iceman from the mountain, dropped dead of an un- unexpected brain tumour. Oh my gosh. Then cut to Austria, where one of the hikers who uncovered <laughs> the Iceman, Helmut Simon, left home to hike a snowy peak. Days pass, and Mr. Simon hasn't come back. Everyone's trying to be calm and logical, but you, you can understand, you can't help but think... There's is a it curse. Possible? There is a curse on the loose. Is he still up there? Will the mountain demand him as a sacrifice for taking Otzi off the mountain? A huge rescue attempt is launched and people start to scar the mountain. But before long, lying in a small stream is the crumpled body of Mr. <gasps> Simon. He was caught in a blizzard and blown off the mountain. Does he falling. have his dick? Does he still have his dick? <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I, I don't know how curses work. <laughs> Class as one, we as established, I, was... I failed. <laughs> I failed curses. Curses. <laughs> so is he the last one of the team? We'll get there. Oh, God. Christ. <laughs> cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... This thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here. Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. He fell 300 feet to his death. And before anyone could finish mourning... The guy who led that search party to find him, <laughs> Dieter Varnick, died of a heart attack one hour after Mr. Simon's funeral. And shortly after that, one of the lead scientists on the case of the Iceman, Conrad Spindler, took ill and died. Jesus Christ! I think around seven people died within one year. That's mad. Everyone's talking about the curse at this point. Surely it can't be a coincidence. There must be something connecting all of these deaths. And everyone's looking at each other thinking, who's next? Except for one man, Dr. Tom Loy, the molecular archaeologist who worked on the case. He was the guy who discovered all the blood samples on the Iceman and kind of worked out his gory past. Right. He uncovered all these wounds. And Dr. Loy didn't believe in the curse. He publicly claimed there's nothing unusual about the string of deaths. And I think he actually went on the record as saying, quote, people die. It's like no big deal. I like this guy. 
I mean, you could probably guess where this is going. In 2005, he was found dead in his home. <laughs> he uh, developed a rare blood disease um, and he died actually whilst he was writing a book on the Iceman. <sighs> Since then, Otzi the Iceman has been placed in a state-of-the-art freeze chamber deep underneath the Museum of Archaeology in Bolzano, Italy. The curse seems under control for now. So what do we make of this? Otzi isn't the only mummy behind uh, a deadly curse. The same thing has happened in ancient Egypt. Dozens of people have died in connection to disturbing ancient graves like Tutankhamun. Right. There are tons of paranormal tales about Indian burial sites. That's such a cliche that haunt people to this day. Not to mention the phenomenon of cursed objects. Is it possible to place a curse from beyond the grave? Is there any scientific explanation for this? You know, we know placebo is a, a thing. It, could that be playing a role here? Is there a scientific Right, you hear basis? about a curse, you just get clumsy as hell. You slip up a little bit. <laughs> it happens to the best it of us. happens to the best of us. You know, you, you hear about a curse, it gets inside your head a little bit. You get, <laughs> you get a rare blood disease, you die. It could have happened to anyone. Bull crap. It could have happened to anyone. You hear about it. It could have happened to anyone who's cursed. Curse. You drive your Lamborghini off the road. <laughs> yeah. You studied curses at, at Paranormal Failed, University. But continue, yeah. <laughs> Failed, but continue, of course. <laughs> of course. Do you, do you see there being a, a rational basis for this? Because I think everyone wants to jump to there being some sexy curse explanation yeah well it's hard without a dick to be a sexy curse <laughs> i'm gonna tiptoe around this subject mm-hmm. on fear of being cursed myself so let's just not reference so Let- i'm gonna wrap up the podcast for now uh, <laughs> thank you for listening i a blizzard guesses <laughs> jesus christ doors. <laughs> shut the freezer it's an interesting story very interesting story. What I don't get, yes, is that hit me. So in in the, in the cases of curses with mummies, yes, that's usually because someone who's been buried in a tomb or a pyramid with yes. all their beautiful worldly possessions uh, has been removed. The grave mm-hmm. has been, you know, fouled and soiled. That's right. And you've kind of you've crossed a barrier. You've crossed the holy steal line. The treasure. People steal like stuff. That. Probably, you know, you're out in the desert. You got to take a shit somewhere. Why not <laughs> drop it right on Tutankhamun's <laughs> goddamn <Dick>. forehead? Where his dick used to be. <laughs> so it's like you're doing a lot of bad stuff. But it seems like yeah. this this ice man, he just he fell under hard times. I think he was hunting. Maybe he was exploring. Maybe. Well, you say he was hunting, but I mean, he was filled full of ar- like arrowheads and like his head was smashed in. He got hunted. He got hunted. By the ultimate beast of all. Man. Winter. Oh, <laughs> Jack Frost. Jack. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Frosty the freaking snowman. Yeah, that's right. 5,000 years ago, bashed his goddamn skull in. One of the wounds 
It would appear to be a carrot nose of some kind and some pebble eyes. You'll never watch that Christmas time walking on the air video the same way ever again. Right after that video ends, okay, that snowman bashes that child's brains in with arrowheads and rips off his... I'm sorry. Rips off the child's dick. Um... I don't know, really know where I stand on curses. I find uh, a lot of those stories about ancient pharaohs and curses, uh-huh. I find those actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Weirdly interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very fascinating. But in terms of this, a caveman curse, mm-hmm. an icy mountain caveman curse. Mm-hmm. I think maybe w- why people think it might be kind of ritualistic and there might be some kind of spiritual thing behind it is because I don't, it maybe echoes the Incas you know, they would on the top of their pyramids. They would um, they would stab someone, stab and then the blood yeah, all the goes blood down, down. The, the things, little sacrifice. That I think uh, this maybe for people had echoes of, especially in the way that his junk was removed and his you know head was bashed in. That maybe this was a sacrifice of some description. Okay, because I mean, why would you take someone's junk? Maybe he took his own junk. You know, it's like, you know, the, uh, when you're stuck up in the wilderness. And you've nothing to you eat. You've got nothing to eat. Oh, Am I saying that he ate his own penis? Am I saying it would be tasty? No. <laughs> Am I saying I haven't tried to eat my own? I, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't. I Everyone think we all, would, we all in this podcast would be lying <laughs> if we hadn't. What is a curse? Can someone tell me what a curse is, please? <laughs> I can't remember it. you flicking through your like first year notes from university on your phone. I don't know. Where, where do you land on, on, on curses, on paranormal curses? It definitely holds like a special place in the psyche, the idea of a curse. There's one anecdote that I remembered as I was researching this, which I think is kind of interesting. It was, I can't remember what TV show it was, but it was, let's say like BBC. It was actually, come to think of it, it was American Horror Story season three. (laughs) So it was like Vice or something like that. Right. And, uh, you know, some bullshit reporting somewhat like this podcast. And how dare you? Get out. Take it back. I curse you for that. (laughs) You're cursed. (laughs) Ice cubes. I start cracking eggs. You really don't know what a curse is, do you? (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a tasty little curse for you. Adding salt. I can see why you failed this class. You're legit (laughs) making an omelette. Wait, curse or omelette? I always get them I always get confused. (laughs) Delicious three egg curse. With potatoes on the side. Hope you like shell in your curse. Uh, um, so on this show, they were investigating the idea of curses. And, right. you know, capitalism spreads all over the globe. There are shamans today that you can hire. And so they go to this shaman in, like, South America or some junk. And they go, you know, can you curse me for, like, 50 bucks or whatever? And they're like, absolutely. And they, they do a little ritual. And they curse them. They put a hex on them. And they're like, yeah, you're cursed as shit. Uh, good luck with that. Hey, um, that's a cool idea. Yeah. For and he walks out into the world and his whole experiment is, is this curse going to affect my life? The kind of takeaway was that it did sort of start to play psychologically on him, that he started to believe it. And <laughs> all you need to know is that at the end of the week of this experiment, he went back and paid him to take the curse off him. Oh my God. So it's like, the guy didn't even necessarily believe in it, but he was like, I'll sleep better at night knowing that there's not a curse on me. That's fair enough. Yeah. And I mean, as I said before, it's like we know there's things like placebo. So, you know, placebo has been demonstrated in certain cases to be as effective as like surgical anesthetic at relieving pain. So I kind of wonder, it's like, is it possible 
that someone, I mean, there's got to be statistical chance in here, but is it possible that someone could make themselves ill mentally by believing them to be themselves to be? I think it's a mix of that. And then also it's one of those situations where knowing that you're in a place where you've been cursed, Mm -hmm. all of these moments of ill fortune now stand out to you more defined and you start recognizing them. Whereas before, like if I go to work, I get up to go to work and I miss my bus. And if I'm like, oh, damn, that's annoying. If I'd been cursed by a shaman that morning, I'd be like, it's real. Oh, God. (laughs) Take all of my worldly possessions. Please, sir, just remove it. And the guy's like, what a Remove the omelet. One bus. Remove the omelet, sir. Egg is on my face. It's (laughs) truly on my face. (laughs) I, I also, see, this is where it's interesting to have my interpretation. Yes. Because I don't believe in bad luck. Really? I will straight up smash a mirror right now. Yeah. Just well, give me a, a mirror. No, I, I got one over oh here. Oh my God. Ugh. My face. Oh, God, I got it. I got it. Oh, it, it, it actually nicked me a bit in the, in the glandular. Yeah, on your neck. Oh my. Oh, if you wow. could get a, a napkin or something. Yeah. Or an egg. No, it, I'm cursed. It got, it got me too. It got you too. Oh uh, Jesus. Anyone <laughs> listening? 999. <laughs> <laughs> It's a curse. It's a curse. I also, um, like, I'll walk under ladders. Yeah. I, I kind of do that, too. I think as a kid, I walked around and under a ladder, like, 15 times. <laughs> just to show that it wasn't real. Because look at me now. And my life's gone to shit. <laughs> look at me now, doing a podcast in my living <laughs> in room. My nailing it. <laughs> anyway, I'm doing a Patreon this month for <laughs> housekeeping items. I would really for detergent. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> But do you believe in good luck? Do you believe in luck at all? I don't. That's different, actually. Yeah. I think I believe in good luck. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't believe in bad luck. Because you are uh, you dropped out of paranormal college, I guess. Right. I got to the good luck semester and didn't <laughs> do bad luck. You know, class three, like the, the first semester or whatever. It's like, so good luck, real. And next week we'll be coming bad luck. So yeah. everyone read up pages. Yeah. What up? See you later, professor. Yeah. yeah, pages 52. Party and, in Delta House tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, as long as you read You boys bring the, the beer, I'll bring the ladies. Yeah, okay, I'll come. Hey, don't get cursed. Don't get your dick cut off. Huh? Huh? I'm, I'm like fist bumping the ice man. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He's grabbing your dick. Whoa! Uh, Whoa that's mine. That's me. I'll curse you, you son of a bitch. Um, I I I don't believe in bad luck, but I think curses. I'm a little more iffy with, especially mm. when you're talking mummification. You're talking Egyptians. You're talking pharaohs. That stuff really scares me. Freaks me out. Really. Don't like it. I might actually do one of those for one week, like a mummy curse, because that's really cool stuff. Okay, should we just do like live on the podcast right now? We could do this as an experiment that I today will place a curse on you, Roy Powers, using all my paranormal abilities. Can we? I want to curse. Can we? Can we maybe curse each other? Can I? Well, maybe I'll just curse you, and then we'll see how. Because we only need one person to be cursed. I mean, or I could not that's real, but I just think right, and then you could be. You, you could be cursed and I could I could not. I mean, it's your... I mean, you're hosting. Well, yeah, I mean... if you believe in the curses... Yeah. It should be you yeah. being cursed. I mean, I... Yeah, I like not being cursed, I would Well, you don't, say. you've never been cursed, so maybe you, you yeah, like well, it better. I mean, it's true, but I mean, you, you can't knock it to try it. Do you want to... Well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to knock it right now <laughs> without trying it. Uh, I'm going to knock uh, you Please don't you curse out. me, sir. Please uh, don't curse me. What do I have to do? I will beg on my knees. <laughs> Do not curse me. 
Is there like a website online where you can get cursed? Ooh. Should we look this up? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I have found um, a list of the top 10 signs to look out for to see if you have been cursed. Okay. Because it may be that someone's placed one on you. I make a lot of enemies. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I make a lot of enemies. Yeah. I got a lot of people I'm, trying to drain me of my energy. I'm online. I'm an online personality that yeah. generates a lot of hate in general. <laughs> I mean, I just post just hateful, hateful things all day long. So it's kind of warranted. I also sometimes at the park just scream at babies. Yeah. Until they just kick they pigeons. Weep. I kick pigeons. like feed pigeons. pigeons until they come close to you and then you boot them in the face. <laughs> Saying, curse this bitch. Kicked them into the trees. Throwing eggs at them. The irony is real. <laughs> Let's find out. I'd like to find out if I'm cursed. Let's do this. Okay, well, the number one, top of the list. Do you ever have any nightmares? Yes. Like, how regularly? Not very regularly. Not really. I actually have them quite regularly. Wait, really? Yeah. That's I actually had I had one uh, the other night of uh, that I was being tortured. <laughs> yeah. <I'd, laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. A shaman? An ice man? <laughs> An ice man of himself. Uh, two, loss of energy. Yes, but that's because I'm not eating carbs for like a lot of time, which is a curse I've inflicted upon myself. <laughs> the curse that curse is called dieting. It's called Mr. Atkins. That curse is I want to look hot for summer. That's <laughs> what it is. Cool. I want that yes, beach ball. I want those ladies on me. Year of the grind. <laughs> uh, okay, this one I feel like might be relevant to us. Financial loss. Ooh. That is a big one. It says uh, The here. prince from my emails promised me royalty. <laughs> promised me. But instead he robbed me <laughs> of my <laughs> limited fortunes. I'll tell you, the other day, this ever happened to you, I went to take out money from the ATM, a little thing called an ATM. Yeah. It said it couldn't process transaction. It did anyway. Now I'm in the process of trying to get that money back. Oh no, that's yeah. horrible. So I, maybe I've been cursed. It says here, if you've lost your job, home, or taken some kind of monetary hit, aka ATM gate 2017. <laughs> and podcast gear. <laughs> the root cause may well be down to a jinx being laid on you. Okay, okay. All right. What about relationship difficulties? You haven't, you haven't any troubles? Ooh, ooh. I'm glad you brought that up, actually. Um, Moving on. Okay, uh... Uh, health problems. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up actually as well. Moving on. Okay. What about this one? Trouble sleeping. No, I sleep like a baby. Really? Like a little uncursed baby. A little uncursed fresh baby. Never done anything wrong. Honestly, I'm never boom, kicked out. any pigeons. Really? Sleep yep. like a log. No carbs will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm cursed. No, I think I'm I think I'm fine. I don't think I'm cursed. I think you're not cursed. I think you're all right. I don't That's think good. we've earned it yet. If anyone's out there listening, if anything bad happens to us in the next while, if anything bad happens to you, hell, know that it is the curse of the Iceman. But, you know, we, we've heard the facts, we've heard the fiction, we've heard the opinions and the questions. Where do you come down on the curse of the Iceman? Not real. Not real? Not real. I don't think it's real. I'm going to go not real too. Damn, that's another b- bummer of an, uh, a conclusion. God damn. Two not reals. But that's I, I, our job. We have to bring it. the facts. And I'm not putting down all curses. You know, I'd love to explore some of the ancient Egyptian curses. You want to be cursed? The- you want to be cursed? <laughs> you threatening me, From sir? the bowels of hell, I condemn thee, demon. He's throwing eggs <laughs> again. 
So if any shamans are listening to this podcast, um, I implore you for next next podcast, please try and place a curse on us. Uh, we'll you! Be, we'll be monitoring. Not me. It's not real, but don't curse me. We'll be monitoring <laughs> the effects over the next coming weeks. If you've enjoyed this episode of uh, This Paranormal Life, please email in your own paranormal tales, uh, questions, or experiences to thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Yeah, we will get to them eventually. I know we're just saying, asking for emails, we're getting emails, and then not talking about any of the emails. But we, but, yeah, but we got some great submissions so far. Yeah, it's the stuff that we're really excited to dig into. So we'll get to it. We want to iron out the structure. Replying. Yeah, that's it. We need to like a, a filter for curses. Yeah. <laughs> just go straight to archive, so we don't even open it. Yeah, it's like spam Gmail email. Filter. <laughs> yeah, the curse filter. <laughs> yeah, and it, and if you guys have any of your uh, your own sort of uh, suggestions uh, for the show, send those in too. We're uh, we're loving all the feedback from the show, and uh, we really appreciate you guys um, listening every week and uh, and reviewing us on iTunes and everything. It's great. It is great. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you for all the support. I hope you don't get cursed. Hope you don't get cursed. See you next week. Later. <laughs>